So welcome to Startup Business Q&A episode 249, 249 weeks of your questions and um, we're almost there. Next week is 250 weeks and in 10 weeks time it is 260, which is five years of this. <laughs> Do I look any different? Yeah, so episode 249 and um, wow, it's been amazing doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's, I feel like I'm saying this all the time now, but it's really worth sharing that it's amazing not uh, show uh, this month. Like I say, next week is 250 weeks of it. I think I'm going to have to do the the live stream on consistency or something like that as a, as a topic. Uh, just it's really it really means a lot. We've done literally almost 2,000 of your questions answered after the last uh over the last almost five years so i seriously appreciate uh, everyone showing up for me this week we're talking live streaming as part of a series i'm doing this month uh with restream uh the platform so next week i will be doing um a stream and a workshop with restream that you'll be able to attend and i'm uh want to talk about live streaming this week i've done a lot of them 249 consecutive weeks means I've learned a few things. So if you have any questions about live streaming, I'd like to think I'm something of an authority on it, or at least having the experience. So please put in the comments what your questions are about live streaming. That'd be amazing to uh, to get into those. I'm just going to do a bit of uh, background work here in the meantime. And I just wanted to shout out everyone watching live right now. If you're watching right now, put into the comments hashtag team live and where you're watching from uh, every ha ever happy seven watching on instagram adam burton 83 sue uh, sue gigax as well or gigax uh, i think we joked about shout crystal good to see you here as well martin sadinoch uh today matters movement the man rich cardona awesome to have you here as well thank you everyone for jumping in and uh on instagram good to see everyone here on facebook and of course on the marvelous uh, LinkedIn as well. Um, yeah, so if you're watching, if you're listening to the replay or watching replay either on the um, on the podcast or uh, if you're watching on IGTV or on the other platforms, uh, then do put in hashtag team replay. But yeah, team live or team replay, depending on where you're watching and where you're watching from. We're talking about live streaming today. What I'm going to do is a bit of a shorter one today because I have a plumber in fixing one of our bathrooms. And uh, I need to be here and off. I need to be off the live stream for it. So um, this won't be going, going on forever, but um, I'm going to share with you four things that you should really have in mind when it comes to live streaming that I've learned over the years. And I want you to, if you want, like, again, if you have any questions on live streaming, do let me know in the comments below and I will help you out there without question. Uh, do you want to see who's jumping in? Uh, Juma Bannister, good to see you here. Good morning, Richard. Team Live watching from Trinidad and Tobago. What's the best way to add graphic overlays to the stream, he asks. Good question. So uh, firstly, thanks for watching, Juma. Amazing part of the world you're watching from, you lucky man with probably epic weather. Um, so a really good way to add graphic overlays is to use a third party restream partner. 
Um, I find, find that streaming natively, you're not going to be able to do it as well. So the likes of Facebook and Instagram can't do that as well. But I stream for uh, through Facebook and LinkedIn using Restream.io, R-E-S-T-R-E-A-M, Restream.io. And what I'm what I use it for is to obviously stream to multiple platforms, which are they they are the OGs at doing that. But in addition, Juma, it allows me to add these different graphics. So you can use Canva or whatever. You can create different overlays. And it's all designed specifically for people doing this. And so it's not only is it very flexible that you can do that, more importantly, you can you can add it just at a click of a button. So for instance, I have graphics up here. I can change the style like that, Juma. I can make it into something like news, like a ticker along the bottom instead. I have my own um, graphics. You can see my brand colors, the orange is in there as well. I can always have fun uh, changing my overlays too, so I can change it to, um, you know, I can do like countdowns and different screens and things like that that I've designed myself. Uh, but for now, I'll leave it at that. So there's lots of different things you can do with it. I just think it's important uh, that, you know, if you're gonna do a live stream, you're gonna try and present it as best you can. Um, Shout Crystal says, I cannot see your screen. Yeah, so if you're on Facebook or LinkedIn, you'll be able to see it. Um, but on Instagram, you can only stream natively. So Instagram and those listening on the podcast will be uh, a little bit um, unaffected by the captions. But basically what I was doing is changing different graphics and layouts of it. So Martin, you're asking if this is on my Facebook group or page. In fact, this is on my Facebook profile not in my Facebook group, but I'm glad you mentioned the Facebook group because if you want to join the Entrepreneur Business Group, you can do so for free. Uh, every month we have two live stream um, uh, sessions, which are interviews of amazing people. So if you go to Entrepreneur Business Group on LinkedIn, you better find it there. Um, and indeed asking a, a backup question, a follow-up question here, Shout Crystal said, how do you add a banner to Instagram? I'm sure there's some tech to do that, but I can't see any in my um from doing it here because instagram tends to, to make you or makes you stream natively which means i have to stream through instagram itself you used to be able to stream through a third-party app such as restream or others but you now no longer can so as a result i can't i can't put all these other things on instead i'm sure there may be a, a way to do it uh, if you want to link to the group like i said i put, I put it up on the other streams but if you go to facebook and in the search, you type entrepreneur business group. You'll see we're there. We've been up around six years now and uh, about four and a half thousand people, just over four and a half thousand people in this. It's a really wonderful group. Do jump in there. You could use an emulator for Instagram, says Ian Tisker. So that's a really good idea. If you have a suggestion of one, Ian, do pop it in the comments. We can uh, check that one out. Uh, let's see what other people, who else, who else we've got in the chat uh over on uh instagram and linkedin as well like i say if you're watching right now pop into the comments if you're part of hashtag team live and where you're watching from or you can add hashtag team replay if you're watching the replay later on uh Gaurav is watching from dubai uh we have some of salutations from uh texas could see here constantina's watching from greece my man michael kirsten's watching from germany could see here I'm sure I need to get back to a DM from you. So apologies if I haven't, Michael. Let me know if I do. Um, uh, who else have we got? Uh, he's added, definitely do one consistently, Richard Moore. I found that's a topic I many struggle with. Let's get into that. That's a really good segue for me anyway, uh, Michael. I think 
it's it's great being consistent because after a while people really notice it um i've done a lot of things consistently um so for instance there's the entrepreneur business group run for six years i've done this live stream every week for almost five years and and a number of other things as well and i just think the consistency is about discipline but it starts with something really simple like committing to a particular day or a time so here, here are four tips that I wanted to share in terms of live streaming, just to keep things really simple. And in the meantime, whilst you're listening and taking notes, um, do put in the comments any questions you have about uh, about live streaming. Shout Crystal, where are you located? UK, you have an accent. I don't have an accent. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm in the UK. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Well done. So um, number one is consistency, actually. I'd say not in, in particular order. Number one tip for live streaming I've found is that having a consistent slot each week. Of course, you can go live whenever you want, but having also like almost like a show like I have with this startup business Q&A show every week, having a show that is like a set time and day it makes no difference to start with. But after a while, people start knowing you'll be there and tuning in. And I know for a fact I'm very fortunate and quite flattered by it that over the years I've accumulated a small group of people who show up for this. And hello, thank you for doing so every single week. It really matters to me that people decide to start their week at 8 a.m. often if you're in the Eastern, for instance, listening to this. It really make, makes a difference. And I think that um, it, it means you're bringing some value to people in some way. So be consistent in the sense that you have a set time and date. You can go stream as much as you like, whenever you like. But I'm just saying having a, a consistent uh, date and time means people tune in in the same way as a TV show might be on or something like that. Although we just binge, binge watch a whole series these days because of Netflix. But you know, our point is, is clear. I think it's important to have some sense of consistency because then people know when to find you. Uh, and you tend to find people will tune in knowing that you're there. I remember someone a while back saying to me, my daughter and I listen to you every morning on the way into school, which is kind of cool that she listens to the live stream, presumably not watching it whilst driving. But that kind of thing really goes a long way for me. So that's one thing, being consistent on your, on your stream. Number two is advertise it. You might think, well, I don't want to advertise to my audience, but advertise in a soft way. Um, so, you know, the day before I go live, so every Sunday, I will post that I'm going to go live and I'll invite some people to come and ask me questions in advance if they want. I'll post that. So I have my team produce a, a graphic and we have like, you know, me sharing that I'll be going live to talk about a particular topic. This week is live streaming. And so I have that ready because if you don't tell people you're going to go live, often you're, you know, you're, you're hoping that they might see you in the moment. It's the same with anything. If there's an event on, you would advertise it or at least remind people it's happening. You could go as far as creating, if you're doing it less regularly than once a week, you could create some kind of an event online and let people know you're going to be doing it. I just think it's a good idea um, to not just be consistent with when you're doing it, but also to let people know you're going to. One technique I've used a lot in the past um, was prior to that, I would actually get the audience involved by doing like a, a poll. What do you want the topic to be? You know, and then they'd say we, we vote for the poll uh, in the poll for the option they want uh, in in the different um, you know in, in the different options that were available, and and then of course the people have decided, and so I tag those that have voted and say, you know, so so what do you want to talk about? It's a really nice way of doing it. Um, next thing I would say is which we've kind of already targeted or talked about already today is use software that makes you look slick. 
There's not much you can do about Instagram. Well, all I can do with Instagram is make sure I tune in, natively wave and engage and, and be aware of the people showing up. But on other platforms, and again, this is why I use Restream because I can multi-stream anywhere I want at the same time. So I could do you know, up to 10 Facebook profiles if I really wanted to. I can I could go from Twitch to YouTube to LinkedIn to Facebook, whatever I want. And it makes sense to have slick software that is easy to use. I don't want to be fumbling around not knowing what to click on. So, you know, far more important, I believe, than best, than really good tech. So sure, I've got lighting, tripod, camera, mic, stuff like that. But what what is far better, it, or far, far more important first, is having software that's going to help you. So maybe it ha you have software with some captions, software that that uh, allows you to bring up what people say. So, for instance, here on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn, I can click on click on Chris Jones's comment. It pulls him through. Those on Facebook and LinkedIn will see it as well. Covering the basics of live, great stuff, Richard. He wrote, and now I can engage with an audience member too. So, although there's this distance between us because I'm here and you're wherever you are and we're not in person either. It allows us to, to engage and pull the audience closer. And I think that's really essential in any communication and any talk that you make the audience feel like they're part of it, which is why, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I will often do a poll and say, you know, what topic do you want covered or or when they're voting, what questions have you got on that topic then? And really bring them in and make them feel like they're part of it. So Chris, bring him in. And I really appreciate you, you showing up and writing that. That really makes a difference because now he feels a little bit more special. And you find a lot of the time people will start talking more in the comments because of things other people have said. So that's a really important point as well to to kind of to bring have, have software that's going to really help you. Uh, I don't want to have to you know, multitask between Facebook and LinkedIn. What I've got with Restream is the ability to have all comments on those platforms pulled in. So I'm on the screen, which is off to the right, which I won't be sharing because it's private. On the screen to the right, I have everyone's comments pulling in one place so I can select them and bring them through as I want. So it's really handy to be able to do this kind of thing because it just makes you nice and nice and efficient rather than alt-tabbing everywhere. Um, the only other thing I'd say, I've kind of, really obvious one is engage with the audience. So I want to shout out it's dot x2.2 uh NASFA underscore Nazar um ultra supply chain and power 92h who've just joined in the last minute to watch on Instagram. I can shout out shout out as well people like um who's this Gaurav Palaria 250 and number 250 piece out fire <laughs> well yeah exactly it's really nice people saying stuff like this uh it really is awesome to bring in the audience to say thank you shouting out people like Ta um like summer mcafee uh watching uh people like uh who else tammy K um tammy clayton who often will watch as well this i know you two are regulars for instance these people watch a lot so it's nice to say thank you and welcome and welcome to uh to the show I think um, if I look at, uh, you know, other people mentioning other things as they come in, they're, they're passing through. Gaurav here. Hey, guys, how's the pandemic situation? Uh, how, hope how you're coping. Uh, hope you're coping with it. It's nice. Can you see there's people actually wanting to have a conversation in general and, and form some form of a community? LinkedIn, as an example, but also other platforms don't necessarily give loads of bandwidth to live streaming. But what I do find is that if you welcome an audience in, you can get a lot from a small body of people who actually show up for you. So I really strongly advise you try it. P 
put in the comments if you're interested in doing live streaming or if it's something you've done. Put in like I'm, I'm interested or yes, or if it's something you're, you're keen on doing, because it's fascinating that a lot of people feel that they could do live stream but don't really have anything to talk about but you'll be surprised because of social networks and social platforms being built the way they are you tend to be able to uncover people who are quite interested in what you have to say despite what it is you do so i'm interested if you feel that's the case for you but yeah put in the comments if it's something you feel you're actually into um it really is something that that i think can really help let an audience have a sense of who you actually are because have you sent if you have a sense if they have a sense of who you actually are because of that familiarity from you being there live and in person engaging with them, it's much more uh, powerful for building trust. And that means they're more likely to show up for you again, maybe rec recommend you, or, or at least we can start, you know, if we start a conversation, if we start messaging one another, it's built on the fact that they have some semblance of what you're like. So I just think it goes a very long way because you're in the moment actually with them. Obviously it's a major step down from meeting in real life, but it really goes a long way. Um, Martin here is on Instagram and said, I am interested in doing it. Uh, Ian Tiska said, I've done it before. Uh, Sue has said, I'm interested. Um, uh, Martin's added, I'm not comfortable to speak on live stream yet. I totally understand. Um, the reason why I'm asking is, uh, um, if you want to try it, or even if you want to record and then post, that's absolutely fine. Then you can check out Restream. Um, the reason why I'm mentioning them is firstly, they partner with this show. Uh, they're very kind to support this show uh, every single week. And we're going to we're working together this month to bring you a lot of value around live streaming. But secondly, on me, if you want to try it out or, or at least try out recording, you don't actually have to post it or go live. Um, then you can do so through Restream. There's a link for Facebook and LinkedIn on the screen right now. But if you're on Instagram, you can sign up for free. And on me, you get $10 of free credit to try out all the extras as well. So when you go to restream.io slash join slash Richard Moore, so restream.io slash join slash Richard Moore, it automatically adds $10 credit to your account uh, that you can set up right there. You don't have to put in promo codes or anything. Literally just that link will help. But it's a great idea if you're interested in the future or trying it in the future, you can play with it at least for now. So go check it out. It's a really good idea because one thing I I will add as well, one thing I told, told myself years back when I started live streaming was despite me feel un, feeling uncomfortable, and I'm speaking, for instance, to you here, Mike uh, Martin, on, on Instagram about this, I didn't feel comfortable at all. Although I was, you know, I'd been in sales, I was fine with communicating. I'd done lots of public speaking, for instance, things like that. I wasn't necessarily comfortable with live speaking on, on devices like this. At the same time, I knew that my business would win as a result of doing it. And because I knew it would win, I knew it would help the audience feel closer to me and it would help me project to them what I'm able to, what I'm like, if you like. Um, I knew that that had to supersede or be made more important than how I felt. So my discomfort was less important than it affecting and helping my business. If it helps my business, I need to push through the discomfort. And look, we're five years on almost, 260 weeks is, is 10 weeks away, 11 weeks away. We're almost five years in and without question, 
I can say that there are some people out there for whom this has brought them value and this has helped them. My business has been helped no end because plenty of people have engaged with me and started working with me as a result. I've been able to help people do many things as a result of these live streams. So it's definitely made the difference and it's been worth going through the discomfort at the start. And ultimately, it's like anything else. We're not comfortable because we don't know how it will go. And so there's a there's a worry center in our brain. I experience it and literally everyone else will as well. But you do it enough, you know, eight or nine times after a while, you, you like with anything, you feel quite comfortable doing it. So if you feel like it can help your business, you really should try, in my opinion. Um, let's see, I've got another question that was submitted early through Instagram from Mirav Levine. What is your favorite question to get people to engage in the beginning of your live stream so they know it's so you know it's going to be interactive it's a good question i can ask things like what questions have you got and i sometimes i well, you often will do that but what you want to think about is if people are just joining you want it to be very low pressure the question you're asking because if they're just joined you want if you want them to engage you want it to be easy so it's about giving them frictionless or low pressure questions what that looks like is asking simple things like, where are you all watching from? Or, you know, as I did earlier, put in the put in the comments if you've experienced live streaming before. If you try to simple questions are easy to think about an answer for. They're not taxing up here for the brain. Therefore, they're more likely to be answered. So in terms of brain power, if you are simply making sure that you have um, low intensity questions, then people are more likely to answer them. So to get interaction and to show it's interactive as well, I often will say, you know, share where you're watching from and put if you're hashtag team live or team replay. And that really helps. If you if I was to ask a really complex or dense question to begin with, well, only those who really love the live stream and show up for me every week and are really bought in are going to answer it, which means I get less engagement. It's far better to have more people engaging at the start and warm them up and then earn the right to do a, a deeper question further down the line instead. So hopefully that helps a bit. Um, Ronald Hunt has added engage your audience. Quite right. Salami Cabrero, Richard, great one. Thank you very much. Um, absolutely really important that we that we uh, uh, do our best to just kind of help people along when we're, when we're doing these live streams. Juma has asked or added here, yes, Richard Moore, I got LinkedIn Live just about a week ago doing my second stream this week. Good luck. I hope that goes well for you. Uh, yeah, LinkedIn Live, you have to apply for, so it takes time, but you got it in the end, which is amazing, and um, enjoy it. The, the interesting thing about LinkedIn Live is they're not giving masses of distribution to it. So don't worry if the stats or the streaming numbers are a little lower than you get elsewhere or with other types of content that is just algorithmic at the moment um but i do find it's a good way to really engage really closely and be present with an audience that does show up so good luck with that i hope it goes well for you my man thanks very much uh, for sharing um tammy has added here yes i'm interested but it makes me nervous i wonder if if people would be interested of course of course we wonder that and I actually can guarantee that there are people out there for whom whatever you say is interesting. It's crazy. We all know this. If you look at the, if you go online in every single corner and crevice of the internet, there is the most hyper niche things that people are really into. And no matter what it is you do, no matter how weird or left wing it is, 
there are a body of people, a body of people who are into it. So I hear on LinkedIn, for instance, Tammy, where you're writing this, you are you are around 700 million users and even half of them don't use it each month. The fact is you've got millions and like hundreds of millions of people on there. Within that body of people, there will be small possibly, but a cohort of people who for whom you are really interesting. So the key is to remember it's not about what you're saying typically, it's about the people you're reaching and if it's of interest to them because they're the correct people. It's never a question this isn't interesting to anyone. It's just that it's gotta be interesting to the right people. So you need to make sure you're getting them. So as I mentioned earlier, make sure you kind of reach out and maybe advertise it slightly. Say we're gonna be doing a live stream on this and let people know. And you'll find that your allies show up for you. So, and like I said earlier uh, with, with Martin on, on Instagram here, uh, watching the stream on Instagram, without question, um, it makes you nervous and uncomfortable, but what doesn't? First time I dived into a swimming pool, I was nervous. First time you do anything, you can get pretty nervous about it. First time I drove a car, first time I rode a bike, first time I walked, I was probably a little apprehensive as a, what, one and a half year old or whatever it is. But, but without question, if you do it a few times, you start getting used to it. And again, ask yourself, what is more important, how I feel, or if it can help the business. And if it can help the business, so push through. Or what's happening, another way to look at it, Tammy, and this is really a good way of looking at it, I think, is ask yourself, if you're cool with the people that you could help, not having your help, because you decided to supersede helping the people out there who could really benefit from your knowledge with your own feeling of comfort. So that's kind of hardcore. But it's a really good way of looking at it. It's like I'm choosing my comfort over helping people who really could benefit from my knowledge base. I'm pretty sure you could have a massive impact on people because I've seen what kind of things you do. Almost it's, it's almost immoral to not share when you could really make a difference and really change the game for the people watching your live stream because you've just got those nuggets of information that just change it for them and so imagine if you if imagine if you could view two parallel timelines one where you did engage and one when you didn't bother one where you did do live streaming for an audience one where you didn't bother and that's and see how that plays out imagine an audience even of 10 people i'm not picking you tammy but i'm just saying in general imagine a, a body of people who's for whom only maybe three or four of them are like, wow, this has really changed things to me. I never looked at stuff that way. I never realized, I mean, you're an etiquette coach, right? Imagine the social situations and professional situations where you as an etiquette coach change the game for them and really rock their world, but more importantly, give them a set of outcomes that makes them think like, if I hadn't have listened to that, piece of advice from Tammy, I'd be in a completely different place. And I wouldn't have won. I wouldn't have crushed that meeting. I wouldn't have asked that person to marry me. It could, I, I wouldn't have owned that scenario when my, when my etiquette needed to be on point. And then the alternative where they carry on unaware of what to do because you chose your comfort zone. This is a very heavy handed way to sell you, Tammy, on <laughs> on getting on and trying it. 
and Martin here on Instagram here. If you want some, if you want, uh, you know, some people on your side, Tammy, Martin on Instagram, who previously said, said you're uh, feeling uncomfortable. If you put it like that, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Well, you know what, Martin, why don't you try, you know, go for it? Cause you never know. Yes. It might not go well. Yes. It might be scary. I remember I was sweating at the end of my first one, 249 weeks ago, but imagine if it goes well imagine if it it goes well week after week you never know where you'll go and remember this going well when you're nervous on week one looks like this i press press go live i do a live stream and i finish the live stream that is it going well because you did it on your first week it's about the fact you went live. That is crushing the target. Anything more is a bonus. In the same way as when you're learning to walk, taking a first step is success. Okay. So it's not about doing the most consummate professional live stream ever. It's about having a first step. And and the sheerly, oh, sorry, simply the act of doing a live stream, if that's what you're nervous about, that's the success you're after. In the same way as if I'm going to learn to sell over the phone, my first objective isn't a sale. My first objective is to pick up the phone and dial a number. And that's the case of like, can I do the first step? So I hope that helps a bit. I hope you don't feel picked on, uh, Tammy, but that's really important. Um, uh, let's see what, we, what else we got. Uh, Bernardo, hi from Uruguay, he asks, uh, and he says, how to reach the correct target organically? Good question. The reason why I've been able to reach the right target organically is because I post regular content anyway, Bernardo, that speaks to the set of people I'm trying to target. In addition, I have a connection networking strategy where I actively reach out to people who are relevant to me and I will go to their content or their messages and I will engage with them directly and I'll show up for them. So I'd build a body of people where there's not just a kind of, we're not just like-minded, but we have an interest in similar things. So then when I go live, the chances of the right people showing up is far higher. What you cannot do is just go live and presume all the right people will show up for you. It doesn't work like that. You've got to go and get your own audience. You need to go and get them. And yes, you can target them with paid media and ads and stuff like that to, to directly push um, content at the right body of people, the right demographic. But nothing beats manually going out and engaging one-on-one -on -one with people who are right and forging uh, connections and making friends, you know, making a powerful network of similar people who are into the same kind of thing. Because then when you produce not just your content, but a live stream, perfect this is exactly what i'm after for instance so for instance for example there's a there's people who follow me who are into live streaming or want to try it or are content producers or think that that's something to try out and without question they are watching this or watching these shows because it helps them but that all started with one of either them or me connecting with one of the other you know and, and engaging in some kind of meaningful way to begin with so that's the way i do it in, in in my in my opinion that's worked best is it only about publishing relevant content no it's about connection uh you know going through to connection directly as in find someone who's relevant 
show them why you're curious and want to be interested in what you know, are interested in connecting with them, get into their content, write a message, you know, write a comment, tell them it's a great bit of content, just show up in a way that's not directly transactional and, and actually focus on building the relationships. It takes ages, but over time it helps. If you only did five a day, that doesn't seem like much. But even if you take weekends off, five a day is a hundred a month, a hundred people with meaningful connection uh, or, or conversations behind them. A hundred a month isn't much, but it's 300 a quarter. You know, now we're, now we're getting somewhere like it's over a thousand people a year and you'll do more than five a, a day anyway, because the returns are huge. Also, every person has a network. So every person you reach out to has potentially a few more people that say LinkedIn, for instance, might send your live stream to because you're engaged to that person, engage with that person as well. Okay. Um, Bernardo has added, how do I engage? Uh, how do I access video? Well, you can upload video directly if you recorded it, pre-recorded it, or you can post live like this. Uh, both, as I said, have been done through Restream. So if you go to restream.io slash join slash Richard Moore, you can grab an account for free and you can stream or record it and then download it and post it natively. It's completely your call. You can even record a, a stream like a live stream like this without it going live and then schedule it to go live, which is something I did a couple of weeks ago when I was unable to be here. I still technically went live, but it was a pre-recorded uh, video instead. So that's something uh, that can also also be done. Um, Tammy has added, thank you so much for your rich, a few excellent feedback and the shout out. I truly appreciate both. Also, I love your show. I learned so much. I absolutely, no, I do, absolutely do not feel picked on. I feel honored. Good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm pleased that that helped uh, somewhat with you. It's been a, a real pleasure. I really am enjoying this. Next week is week 250. So it means we've done this live stream every single week consecutively, by the way. We've not missed any. Uh, a couple or few, uh, maybe four, I think it has been pre-recorded, but still went live at 1 p.m. Or, or on this time, UK time, every Monday for 249 weeks so far. So 250 next week is just a number but it's still cool. And um, that means we're 10 short of, of 260. 260 episodes is five years. Those of you who've been with me throughout or some of that time, you're amazing. Okay, all of you, thank you so much for being epic and showing up for this. And there's no show unless you ask questions and engage, right? So I really, really appreciate it. And I'd like you, I'd like to stay on the stream and find out. So if you could put in the comments now, what should next week's episode be about? Here's where my points earlier about engaging the audience. Next week is week 250. What, remember it's called Q&A. So you ask questions and I answer them. What should next week's episode be about? Put in the comments now. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, <laughs> on, Inst on on LinkedIn, uh, Summer McAfee has written, Woohoo, 250 next week. Thank you. I'm pumped about it. We'll definitely do, uh, obviously, there'll be a show, but like, I really want to hear what you think I should talk about for week 250. Uh, Yash has asked a question, is cold emailing someone frequently a good option to get a response or not? What's the right way according to you? I literally never do any cold outreach at all anymore. And whilst people are writing in the comments what I could cover next week, I'll answer this question for you, Yash. It's, it's, uh, it does work, 
because people make millions off it when they do it right. So cold emailing can work when you know what you're doing, when you work with someone great. But that's in the same way as saying leaflet, uh, like giving, handing out flyers in the street works. Of course, it works if you do a really good job of it. But probably most of the time, it's not going to be very effective. Most people don't even look at cold emails. Most people don't even see your cold email because spam um, filters will just send it straight to junk. So you have to be pretty epic in order to do it uh, and get results. Instead of cold outreach, because of the platforms and tech we have, it's far more effective, in my opinion, to do warm outreach. And what that means is you create a reason for someone to be engaged. So right here, right now, people are writing stuff. <laughs> in the comments, which is amazing. And that's really powerful because what it means is people are showing an interest and that warming of the audience, meaning me becoming more familiar to them, is a far better way to build a relationship of trust. And no deal or piece of business yash ever has happened unless there's an element of trust there. Trust comes from relatability, familiarity, and someone feeling like you're on their wavelength. So building the relationship takes longer. The reason why people don't want to do it is it takes longer and it feels easier because it is easier to just do cold outreach. You know, a templated message, you put it in a DM and send it to 30 people a day or 50 people a day or just spam uh, to an email list. It's easy to do it, but it doesn't work. It's not a sustainable way of building a business. It can work over time with a few people who are right, but mostly it doesn't work. And if it does work once every 400 messages you send out, that doesn't mean you did it and you sold that person. It means you just won. It's like a little lottery win. You know, it's not something you can repeat. It just means that you smashed enough numbers that someone eventually happened to be right at the right time and so they step forward and with that in mind it's pretty stupid not stupid it's unfair it's a bad idea to to have that as as a strategy because you can't duplicate it i i would only I, presuming you're the same as me yes you would only want to have a an outreach strategy if you knew that you would get a result as a result of doing it one of the reasons why i teach how to convert on linkedin is i know how to write a piece of content where I will post it and then generate not just leads, but leads with people that want to potentially work with me every single time I do it. And that's repeatable. And I can decide to get leads that day if I wish. By writing a post in a particular way, it will get a particular reaction. But if you have an approach of hope, it's hugely dangerous. Sure, you can write really well, good emails cold, but people you've got to look at it from the perspective of the recipient. People have to want to receive the cold email. Those of you just tuning in, it's nothing to do with live, but it's a really good question. So they're not going to want to receive it. In fact, they're conditioned because of how we all are nowadays. We're conditioned that if you get a cold email, it's probably just trying to sell you something. And in fact, it's very likely to be a scam. Yours probably isn't, Yash, but because people think it is, they will presume it is. And as a result, they'll just probably delete it. So thinking along those lines is best to not bother. It sounds crazy, but like put your energy into into, into warm outreach instead. 
good quality content that attracts people, starts conversations, takes longer, but you get better results. Simple as that. I was able when I did um, before I did online consulting, I was able to call people up and sell them my consulting cold. That's fine. I could do it. But to get a multiple hundred thousand dollar a year business in consulting, in doing what I do, it, it was it's only down to people having a lot of trust in me and and deciding that they feel, you know, trust that they trust me enough and are willing to step forward only happens based on warming them in the right way. And that's where the content comes in. So it's worth putting that effort in because that goes such a long way to to play. It's a longer term, you know, more patient play, but it's more fulfilling for you for starters, but it's also more fulfilling for them. And it matches the journey that that buyer, all buyers, in fact, would prefer, which is to not be pressured or, or not hear from someone they don't know. People don't want to buy from people they don't know. They want to build, buy from someone they trust. And that might be someone they don't know that much, but there has to be an element of trust. And, and you are starting in potentially a negative place first. So that's my that's my opinion, which is what this show is. Um, but I, I do think you should look at it in that, those terms. Can cold out, uh, email work? Of course it can. But you have to be able to hold your breath and practice whilst you do it. And I strongly advise it isn't the only um, route to market you take. Uh, and I don't do it at all. Uh, I tried it in the past, but it's not about if I try it or not. It makes sense for me to warn people um, uh, through content instead. Because well, it makes sense for anyone to do that because the psychology matches. You want people to want to work with you first before you engage further. So I hope that that helps. Good question. Um, so many people jumping in. I really appreciate it. Uh, Tammy has added, um, I tune into your show because it addresses both my fears, live streaming and video. Uh, um, oh, Chris Jones is right is doing a video on that, I think, which is fantastic. Uh, Derek Mildred has added 249 weeks, which is seriously impressive. Congratulations to you on that. Well done. My, my many thanks to you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. This has been episode 249. Give me a DM or give me a message or some kind of what you think I should cover next week. Because next week is the 250th episode of this live show where I go live every week on a Monday and I answer your questions. So 250 weeks. I think it should be something kind of about doing live streams or, or doing things consistently. Maybe I can share my experiences or something like that. So let me know what you think. Uh, I'd be really, really interested in what I should cover next week from your perspective. Uh, so do let me know. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Amazing to see so many familiar faces on uh, Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on Facebook as well. Make sure you grab that free account with Restream. So restream.io slash join slash Richard Moore. You get $10 credit on me. Join the Entrepreneur Business Group on Facebook. So you literally just search Entrepreneur Business Group and we're right up there. And I will see you next week. 250 is coming up. And that works out to be around 2,000 questions. <laughs> it's crazy. I can't... I never thought I would do this for five years. It's, next week is not five years. 11 weeks time is five years, but it's almost five years. I never thought I'd do 250 weeks of this. Um, but yeah, if you keep showing up asking questions, then there's no reason for me to stop. So thank you so much, everyone, for watching. I really appreciate it. I will see you soon. Have an amazing Monday. And I will see you all soon on uh, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram as well. Take care.